This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. A production of Thermopolis Media. Recorded at the Ontario House. The Stone Jug. You guys are awesome. We're sitting in this historic building with delicious beers and food on tap, and we're just sitting here talking about the things that make us happy. It's, it's music, it's food, it's beer, it's experiences, it's cool people like you guys. Cool places. Just come, yeah. You can come here and get that. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. Hello, everybody. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. We are in the back of the Ontario house, the Stone Jug, the legendary historical Stone Jug, and we are with the Captain himself. Good evening, everyone. Just had a nice, uh, interesting Can-Am weekend, so we got a couple things to tell you about that. Yeah, we did the classic uh, talk about everything we should have outside, <laughs> and now we're <laughs> yeah. in here. Um, but the Can-Am uh, is a big... What, what is that for people who don't know, like me? It's a boat thing, right? It's a boat thing. Uh, there used to be uh, a, one of the biggest regattas in the world here, actually, uh, one time. Yeah, we was, talked about it uh, last yeah. time. You'd yeah. see people wearing the T-shirt all over exactly, the country. Exactly. Uh, so now we do like a little thing called the Can-Am because Canada is only a stone's throw away, as we've talked about also before. And... Um, uh, so, you know, we'll get uh, 50 ships from uh, sailboats yeah. from, uh, you know, in the United States and about 50 uh, from Canada. And then uh, they all uh, kind of meet at the head here, uh, right at the mouth of the uh, mouth of the river here. And um, Yeah, because you can come from all around the lake. Oh, yeah. And then it all kind of flows right here. Right. And, th- and they have a bunch of different races. There's... Uh, you know, there's the one that takes off from right here. Then there's uh, there's another one that takes off out of Alcott, which is about, you know, three or four towns over. There's one that takes off out of Canada, you know. So you just enter different races at different times throughout the course of the weekend, and, and that's basically the gist of it. So they're all coming right here. You guys had music. You had... Yeah. we uh, Well, the yacht club down below um, had... Uh, had the Strictly Hip, which is, you know, a, yeah. an incredible cover band of the yeah. Tragically Hip. They're yeah. Very, That's, very good. I mean, dude, this area and the hip, like, not to Gigantic. sidetrack or anything, but it's just, it's, when Canada loves something, boy, do they love it. Boy, do they when love it. When something's Canadian, it's so Canadian and it's so beloved yeah. by them. You want right. to talk the hip? You want to talk Rush? You want to talk... Hockey. Uh, <laughs> hockey, of course. <laughs> But like even curling, like, yeah, curling. <laughs> that one hasn't caught on over here as much. <laughs> no, no, it hasn't. <laughs> we do have shuffleboard. Yeah, just, everybody gets in a big fight. Like, it's totally different. <laughs> it's totally different. One of them is done down on a cruise ship where you can't have ice, and one of them's done where there's nothing but ice. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the same game, just circumstantially. Yeah. They ended up on two different surfaces. Right. One's in the Great White North, and one's in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, the hip is just so beloved here, you know, cause we're, I mean, basically Canada, we're right here and, uh, yeah, they're right out of Kingston, which is, yeah. what, what is that? 30 miles away. Yeah. So the ba- like they build up and they built up their following playing a lot of pubs and clubs and stuff oh, and yeah. doing tours. So they built themselves up around here. I actually saw the hip for the first time when I was in like ninth or 10th grade, which you're going back to 91, 92 yeah. at, um, at uh, Canisius College in their gym. There was probably 200 people there. Wow. It was crazy. That's like, amazing. I was like, who is this band? The first time I ever heard their music was in 
the truck on the way to the show. <laughs> That's great, though. That's yeah. an amazing first experience. So, you know, we're listening to it. Uh, it's, it's just me and uh, a few girlfriends of mine and uh, their cousin, uh, Joe. Joe's driving us all. He's, he's about four years older than the rest of us. I, I don't even think that most of us were even legal to drive yet. Yeah, and, that's, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, because it was, it, cause it was at a college, like an all-ages show. It's yeah, not like it was exactly. at a bar or anything. So, exactly. Yeah. So anyone could go, you know, open to everyone. And um, it was just, I was like, I mean, they really, like, you know, they really, really impressed me. Like, I, I mean, I was young. They're amazing. You know, I didn't. I didn't know music nearly as well as I do now by any means then, but I still knew music. Like you know a show. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? yeah. Anybody knows a show. Right. You know, and my parents brought me up on relatively good music to begin with, Yeah. you know, in my opinion. But uh, anyway, yeah, we go there, and, uh, you know, they just blew my socks off. Like, I was, I was like, wow, these guys are freaking crazy. Did Gord still have hair at that point? Uh, I don't really remember. I don't know if he was wearing a hat. I remember that he jumped all over the place oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, this guy's a freaking animal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just, like, running around the stage, jumping up and down, and, like, had just, like, this voice that you just don't, do not typically hear. No, you know? very distinctive voice. Very. You know? And he would do things that were just, like, his low registers, you know, where he would be low and then bring it up high into these these incredibly just acrobatics, vocal oh, yeah. acrobatics that you could never match. Right. I, he probably couldn't even do it twice. You know what I mean? And then right. Right. Live, he was just so great. He was. And he would tell it. You know, he would tell stories in the middle of some yeah. songs. You know that really make no sense, but they were fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have that timeless nature of you know pub and storytelling type of things oh. you know they're very old timey kind of band with some stuff with the acoustic stuff sure but sure. they could rock just so hard they could and really traditional rock not like goofy 80s rock even though they started in the 80s right yeah. but they were yeah. but they were at the tail end where things started to become alternative exactly where yeah. people stopped put the cocaine away and the synthesizers went away. <laughs> yeah. like, we want to go back to Earth now. <laughs> <laughs> we want to go back to Earth now. And that's where all these beautiful music came out, grunge and all that stuff. And, yeah, and absolutely. Uh, that was a great time. Yeah, that's so great that they, you know, and Fully Completely is the album, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's just, it's part of the soundtrack around here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Know? We actually, we, uh, uh, three years ago, when they did their very last show in Hamilton, I yeah. believe it was in Hamilton. Um, yeah, it um, was... Um, they broadcast it. Yeah, they broadcast it. We, so we did live broadcast here. We put up like a 110-inch screen, I think, that we dropped down outside. And, um, you know, we probably had 250 people here. Yeah. Just rocking out to like this live hip show that was on this giant screen in our backyard. It was fantastic. You know, they uh, they did that all over the place. There's a good documentary on Netflix about it. Yeah. About them yep. leading up to it. And I think they had parties like that all over the world. Uh, I bet. Obviously, around here, every bar was do everybody who could had the capability to do that was doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching that and just being pretty, just like, oof. Yeah. I mean, if anybody doesn't know, uh, Gord passed away. Gord Downey, fucking legend. I think anybody listening to this would, but there are people who, like you bring up the hip and you have no idea. People who aren't from around here, maybe. Well, if you get 50 miles south of here, yeah, you bring almost up the, the rest hip. of the country doesn't really know them. Yeah, unless that's, they're from here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I saw them um, at a festival in Minnesota. 
Well, yeah. You know, and that's out, you know, it's, what, is that Midwest? They always say Chicago is the Midwest, and I'm like, that's not any West at all. Like, that's <laughs> east of the middle. It's, it's, not, it's, it's east of the middle. <laughs> Just because Kanye West is from there, is that how that happened? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. He's a powerful man. Right. <laughs> um, so, and, and you're out there, and there was a lot of people who didn't, and we were young, and so we're like, how could you not know who the hip is? Like, right. they're the Rolling Stones to me. They're just part of life. Like, yeah. everybody knows who they are, but there were people out there who didn't, except one girl standing on a hay bale with a beer in overalls, just every word. Really? I'm like, that he's got to be from around here. Right, right. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that. overalls. And then I was like, I had that connection to her, you know what I mean? It yeah. was great. It was, I don't know, I don't think, she was standing on something, and it wasn't like on her boyfriend's shoulder. I want to say it, it was a hay bale. It's a weird time. It very well could have been. It was on a farm. It was a festival on a farm. And, um, then it probably was, yeah. Yeah. But he, Unless it was a horse. I don't know, it wasn't moving. She's just standing. <laughs> it wasn't moving. Standing on a goat. <laughs> standing on a goat. <laughs> you know, overall singing hip songs. Bah. <laughs> you are from, you know what? Maybe she did come down from Canada, from like that side of Canada. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, she's like, I'm from the Yukon. I've been riding this goat for three months to come see the hip. <laughs> I heard about this show. <laughs> and I said, I'm going. Yeah. Billy, saddle up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. But yeah, beloved band around here. And I, I saw Gord at, uh, at our park, and he was on stage, and there was everybody standing up cheering. So you can't see his feet because the stage is at like the perfect height. Like it's not like they're on this big stage, but like everybody right in the front. You know what I mean? Like it was a kind of a lower yeah, yeah. stage. Yeah. And he knew this. Like, he knew that that's what it looked like to us. So he grabbed the mic stand and started paddling and shifting his feet. So it looked like he was just, like, paddleboarding around on the stage. It was, like, this optical thing. I'm like, this guy is a genius. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, like, Charlie Chaplin shit. You know what I mean? I'm sure he walked around beforehand. Or maybe he had even been to a couple shows there, you know, at one time or another. And realized that that was the situation. was like, I think I can do something with this. (laughs) And it'll it'll be a bunch of confused people in the audience. They're like, he's flying. He's flying. (laughs) How is he he doing that? He's a Marty McFly hoverboard over there? <laughs> um, well, yeah. they, they were supposed to have those out by now, so... They were supposed to do a lot of stuff by now. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> the movie was all bullshit. It was. I can't believe they lied to us yeah. like that. They didn't tell us what was going to happen to the hip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have at least mentioned that. A little bit of a heads up, man. <laughs> Jeez, it's all heartbroken over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that last show when um, when we did it, when we did it on the big screen here, I remember um, one of the last song, a couple of the last songs that they did. You know, I mean, because at that point he knew he was going to die. Yeah, you know, because he had brain cancer, and, yeah. and it, every, everyone knew. Well, it was um, terminal. That, that, That's the the yeah. press release said terminal. Exactly. So obviously everyone's already bummed out about that, and I'm sure. You know, it had to be an unbelievable. They, you know, they, they booked it as, or built it as their the tragically hip's final show. You yeah, know? in their and, hometown uh, in Kingston. Exactly, and uh, you know, it was. Uh, I I remember, like, you know, you could see him like pretty much crying while he's belting out these lyrics. It you was know? hard, dude. It was really emotional. Yeah. It really was. At the end, I think they played "Ahead by a Century." Yeah, and they're just jamming at the end, and he's just looking out and just kind of screaming. Yeah, like I think yep. he, he's looking around at this, going like, "Fuck!" Like I don't know, I'm not gonna project. I have no idea what the man was thinking. No, but, but he, he just—it was all, you know. Oh yeah, I'm sure that there a was million, a little bit of. I yeah. can't believe this is the last time I'm ever gonna do this. Yeah. Oh man. I all mean, right. that's that's terrible. Um, but again, they were they're were incre- they're incredible bands. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, what the fuck is I just gonna say? Well, okay, so you had the, the tragically hip or the hip cover strictly hip. Yeah, so the strictly uh, hip are down below at the yacht club. Uh, so what is, we're saying is, people from around here really appreciate that that music is continuing. Absolutely, and people were down there rocking. Yeah. Um, it's like a the, Jimmy Buffett cover band in Margaritaville. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exact same scenario. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, so people were just having a blast down there. Uh, that was Friday night, um, and that was, uh, you know, that's basically the, that's the kickoff for most of the, uh, of the people that are coming into town for the actual races and stuff like that, for the Can-Am "Quote unquote regatta, whichever one you want to call it, it's it's a basically a, a small regatta. So anyway, um, you know, and then uh, we absolutely as soon as the show ended, they they finished up around eleven o'clock, and, and we they were open until three a.m. Here, yeah, and we just got crushed. <laughs> like it was awesome. Yeah, and, you know, uh, it, you know, a lot of people, you know, they they. they they start to fumble. They get a little flustered in situations like that. Like, You've been in this game for a long time. A, a very long time. So you get the, when I thrive. You get the like, thrill I out of it. I love it. it. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like all my endorphins are like, you know, like everything is just like, whoosh. Like, I get I'm that. like, yes. That's <laughs> awesome, man. That's, yeah. That's because, I mean, bartending and now, you know, you're running the whole show. It's a, when it's treated right, it, it, you know, it's, it's one of the oldest skills. For I sure. guess, you know what I yeah. mean? It was as soon as people could light fire and build things, and as right. soon as they figured out booze, like, someone needs to be the guy who, who is constantly supplying this. Yeah, they were like prostitution and liquor. Yeah. Those were the uh, two old, age-old things. <laughs> and the tragically hip. <laughs> and then the tragically hip. What else do you need? So, but, but for, uh, so anyway, that was a really killer night. Um, the night before, though, is the, uh, the kickoff. The Thursday night is the kickoff for all the locals. And for, you know, those people who actually take Friday off and come into town early, but there's yeah. not, not too many of them. Um, but it's, uh, we, have a, we have a street dance. And we put a, uh, a kiosk out on the road with uh, some tables around it and, um, and a big tent and everything. And, uh, Can you walk uh, around the street with booze? Or are they? Well, yeah. We're, yeah. We, we sat so up and we sold booze. Nice. So uh, just beer and wine, no liquor. Uh, you know, but, I mean, we're right on the corner. So yeah. I'm like, you want a shot? Go inside, yeah. Go in that door right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, but uh, and, and that was good. It started off a little bit, uh, you know, I was real skeptical about how the night was going to go because literally as soon as we got set up, the wind starts picking up, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I hear, like, a little thunder in the background, and I'm like, oh, come on, you know, like... You know, because you, you got to pay a fee, yeah. you know, and we got to pay this band, and like you know, there's different things to consider here. Like, and if you don't sell any booze or any food, you're just yeah, yeah, you know, you're just, standing you're just out in the rain it. for no reason, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which for the first hour is exa- exactly what I did. Oh. I sold five <laughs> drinks in the first hour, Oof. and it just started downpouring. And I mean. It was weird because the one side of the tent was coming straight down. The other side of the tent was coming in sideways. So there was only about a two-foot area <laughs> that I could actually stand under the tent without getting completely soaked. <laughs> oh, man. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the weather all cleared up. And um, I don't know, by 8.30, I would say, uh, the street was pretty pretty well packed. And uh, everyone was having a good time. The, the band was... We had a solid, you know, cover band down there. Played just a, a lot of classic rock, yeah. mostly, you know. 
And, um, you know, it was a good, a good time had by all. Yeah, that's a busy time around here. It really is. Yeah, really you've, is. Been, you've been burning the candle at all ends. Yeah, today's, uh, today's my day off. This is what I do on my day off. You just it's chill just... here and just tell war stories. Yeah, sip yeah. Your drink. Right. They kept coming. They just keep coming. <laughs> dead, dead eyes like a doll's eyes. <laughs> that's from Jaws. I wouldn't have it any other way. So, well, yeah, you've been... All right, sorry, what? Uh, so, yeah, uh, then, uh, you know, Saturday night, um, you know, a little bit slower, but basically the same deal. You know, uh, I think Saturday night, the reason that it slows down a little bit is because most people didn't race as well as they wanted to on Saturday because they were so hungover from Friday. <laughs> so they take it a little bit easier on Saturday yeah. so that hopefully they'll be good on Sunday, which maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that. I say keep it going. That's what I would say, too. Push it into Sunday. By Sunday, you'll figure out all new ways to go with the wind. Hey, I, I got up at 10.30 in the morning after being here uh, until 6.30 in the morning Saturday night. I got up at 10.30 in the morning, made myself a cocktail, went straight down to the uh, uh, Bandanas Golf Tournament. Oh. Played 18 <laughs> holes. <laughs> came back here and bartended for eight hours. <laughs> Damn. You just got to get running. Yeah. And then, uh, then you have a period of crashing. You get up and have an ice cream cone, and then we do a show. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know, little chicken parm, ice cream cone, podcast. That's Monday. That's literally all I've done today so far. <laughs> I've not been awake that long. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you, you, you love those marathons. You, you love it. You know what I mean? Like when you picture like that, like just getting hammered. I'm like, oh, that sounds terrible. But you, I mean, not hammered drunk. I mean, hammered by drunks. No, no, I know. Yeah, hammered by drunks. <laughs> yes. Uh, I am just like, oh, God. I would just be like, I'm going to find something else to do for yeah. my life. <laughs> um, right. But you, you, you dig it. Yeah, I do. I, I absolutely love it. We've got another one coming up this weekend. Um, f- Friday night, we have two different class reunions here Friday night. Um, Is it from, one, like, rival schools? No, no, no. <laughs> They're both Luport, but... Uh, one, the one is the 60-year reunion. Goddamn. Which is uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. So we got about, um, you know, 25 or 30 people coming out. They're all, uh, you know, 78, 70, yeah. 77, 78, 79 years old. They're just going to give, uh, they're going to, the first speech is just going to be a list of uh, who couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, when we did the rundown of, uh, you know, because generally when I do these things, you know, I set something up with either whoever their, like, class valedictorian was or um, sometimes they have, like, an actual group. Yeah. Uh, like a council, uh, you know, for the class, so to speak. And uh, so I talked to this guy, and, uh, you know, I'm like, this is what we can do. And uh, his biggest concerns were like, is there going to be, like, coffee and tea? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I didn't really think about it like that. <laughs> well, if you bring coffee or tea, <laughs> then, yes, there will be coffee or tea. So, yeah, I've got to have a uh, whole coffee and tea section <laughs> before we put the food out. Oh, so they can get enough energy to eat, I, I guess? I'm, I'm assuming, yeah, that must be what it is. Well, you know, older people are on a lot of medications. They need help lubricating and getting the insides moving. Maybe that's what the coffee sure, is for. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, but, probably, they probably throw a, um, a fish oil, a uh, little fish oil in there and... Yeah. and and uh, get all the joints running and good to go. Yeah. <laughs> so who's the other reunion? Uh, the other reunion is uh, half their age. 
It's yeah. the thirty year reunion, <laughs> and these are all people that I know. Like um, yeah. they, uh, a couple of them actually used to work here back in the day for Eddie um, before my time. Uh, really cool guys, and then um, uh, you know a couple of the girls are actually married to a couple friends of mine, and uh, these are just the people that were in the council when I met with them. Uh, which was great, you know, because I knew everyone. I knew every yeah. single one of them. They're um, they're all, you know, uh, what seven years older than me, eight years older than me, something like that. But um, but they know the place. They know they know yeah. the place, and they know you know. And, and I, 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 they're expecting like a hundred to one hundred and twenty-five, and I probably know eighty or ninety of them. That's good. Which yeah. is which is pretty cool, and should make for a really fun night. Yeah. Do you find that like? Uh you have a better time with people you know because you know everybody around here. It's a, you know you're, but um, uh, no. But like no, when strangers come in, they're strangers better to work with or people you know. Um, you know, I mean, it depends. You know, I love most of the people that I know, but some of them I don't feel like getting trapped next to all night. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, sometimes you get a real weirdo when it's a stranger, and you're like, "Uh oh, what happened? How did yeah. I get? How did I get into this mess?" <laughs> But other times you actually find like a really interesting, you know, either person or group of people and they just have really great stories and, and you know, you can exchange some really good stories and it's a, it's The whole a transaction process is good. Yes. I mean, that, there's nothing like that. Because there's got to be things customers do that are annoying. Oh, God. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't know. What do we do? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember when our one our buddy used to work here and it would just be swamped and he's running around sweating bullets and just all frazzled. I'm like... I just scream a name, Steve, Steve, Steve. And he'd look up like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, can I see a wine list? Yeah. <laughs> just fuck with them. It's right, right, right. But what do, what do people do that's annoying? Well, you educate the listener. Maybe they'll stop doing it. Well, first of all, try and ask for everything all at once. Yeah. yeah. Try not to assume that just because the person's a bartender that they're a moron. <laughs> because not all of them are. Most of them, as a matter of fact, aren't. Know exactly what they're doing. You should put them in control of what's happened. They know their stuff. Just exactly. Feed them the information. There's nothing more annoying than when there's 30 people yelling your name and you you pick someone. You, you know, yeah. you're going up and down. Uh, Eddie, you t- gave me this um, uh, the saying back in the day, and it's, I, I've hold it true to this day. I've used it on all the other bartenders and everyone that I've ever hired. Uh, it's called the tiger in a cage. If you've ever seen a tiger in a cage, what does it do? It walks back and forth yeah. and back and forth. Oh, when you're behind shit. the bar, walk back and forth and back and forth and constantly be looking at drinks. You know, constantly just keeping out on who's getting low. Yes. God damn, you're prowling. Yeah, That's and you should be. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh, I've always used that technique. I, I already used it, and as a matter of fact, the reason that he even brought it up, even though it was one of his old sayings, it was that he said, "I love that you fucking work here." He's like, "You're, a, you're he's like, you're already a tiger in a cage," and I was like, "Excuse me," <laughs> and he told me what it meant, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess I do do that." You know? So he called you that before he explained it. Yeah, you're yes. like, in a cage. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, the bar is my cage. I didn't <laughs> sign anything, did I? No. <laughs> Am I I, can you I know leave? I'm not trapped. I can get out of here. <laughs> you okay, man? I'm not a tiger. Um, so anyway, um, that's badass, though. That's like a that's like a boxing movie. Yeah, like the I advice know. you get from the dude in your corner. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's it is. It's cool as shit. So, um, but there's nothing more annoying when I finally, you know, you're. 
you've had your money up in the air, and you've been trying to call my name, probably the wrong name, though, because you're in town from somewhere like Kingston, Ontario. Craig! (laughs) Craig! Craig! I won't answer! Craig! (laughs) (laughs) So when I finally pick you, you go, can I get a Coors Light? I go, yeah. I grab the Coors Light. I set it down. I say 350. Can I get a Miller Light? Yeah. I set it down. Um... I think that she wants a rum and coke. All right, fucking, she, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Yeah. Order your four drinks all at once. I will bring all four of them over, and then I will tell you that it's fourteen fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's an annoying. Th- that's just common sense, goddamn shit, though. I don't know. I, you would think, but it's not. <laughs> people are amazed. I'm amazed at people on a daily basis when I go out. I really like a, a, somebody. In my age should not identify with Larry David as much as I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably. I watch that sh- I watch like things that are supposed to be for people my age and I'm like, this is annoying. And then I watch that show. I'm like, yeah, he gets it. Yeah. Why would you take that long to get to the door? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But like you just see people that do things that are just infuriating. That's what I'm saying. Like we can use this opportunity to tell everybody to stop being such an asshole. Um I, I it it just blows my mind sometimes. There was one lady I wanted to take a picture of her. It wasn't doing anything that was really it wasn't that outwardly annoying, but it was amazing to me. We went to this thing at Art Park that was um it was called like there was a thing that was called the Earth Harp and this other thing called the Big Bang and they were doing them together. The Earth Harp was this crazy instrument the guy had that had strings that go out over the audience. Uh-huh. Like the whole like above your head are these big strings and he plays them on stage. It's wow. crazy. Yeah, and they put some trip out behind him. It was actually pretty sweet. Yeah. And then the Big Bang is this thing from like I think France and it, they have these giant gigantic inflatable creatures and shapes and all these things. They do this huge like I guess aerial play with like these gigantic things floating around and there's lights and crazy music. It was nuts, man. And I'm sure anybody who didn't know what was going on, if they were like driving down the hill, would be like, oh my God. <laughs> right, right, right. Somebody like opened a covenant or something. <laughs> yeah. There's like all these great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what that's the great. Hell happened. Um, but there's these giant dragons. Like, yeah, like a lot of it was for kids. Kids are chasing it, going nuts. There's this giant, glowing, 150 foot inflatable dragon floating around. And it's come, they would come down really low, and all the kids would try to touch it. And I look over, and it's literally 10 feet in front of this lady's face, and she's looking at her phone. <laughs> of course she is. I'm like, I can't, I, I can't even believe what I'm looking at right now. Like, not only the gigantic dragon, but that somebody's, like, not even paying attention to it. Yeah. And I was like, what is in your phone that's more interesting than a giant than dragon? Than 250 <laughs> foot. I, she's like, it's not a real dragon. <laughs> she just it's goes back to Facebook. I can tell yeah. it's not real. <laughs> and I was like, this this lady's existence is annoying me. <laughs> I can't, yeah. <laughs> I used to work with um, this guy. This was um, when I first moved back here. I lived in Syracuse for a little while, which is in central New York. And uh, uh, when I first moved back here, I was looking for a job. Um, I, I knew I was going to get back into bartending again, uh, but, um, you know, there wasn't. You know, I hadn't really looked that far into it yet. I don't didn't know where there was openings, blah blah blah, whatever. Yeah. So a buddy of mine, Pat, says, "Hey, come down here and work on this hotel with us." You know, um, you know, be like forty hours a week. I'll pay you like you know this much money. You know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right. You know, I can do that for a little while until uh, just to make sure that I'm keeping ends yeah. meeting. And uh, there was this kid that we worked with that uh, I called him uh, Ricky Can I <laughs> <laughs> because uh, every day, you know, it'd be like. Uh, 
Hey, Chris, can I get a cigarette? Half an hour later. Hey, Chris, can I get a cigarette? Lunchtime would come. Hey, Chris, can I bring out five bucks? <laughs> so by the end of the week, like, I would always be like, Ricky, I'm like, dude, you got to, like, start realizing, like, what you're doing here. I'm like, every Friday, you have to give over half of your paycheck back to everyone that you work with because you've used it all. <laughs> so then Monday comes, and you have to start it all over again. <laughs> hey, can I borrow rip. five bucks? <laughs> so anyway, I've got some... What I'm leading into is, uh, as a bartender, and we're talking about um, quote-unquote annoying customers, uh, I, I call them, whatever their name is, can I? <laughs> because I, I this one particular... Well, person <laughs> will say um, is every time no matter what every time that they come in it's a special order you know it's it's never a beer it's never a rum and coke it's a you know if she wants a, a bloody mary she wants a bloody caesar mary you know what I mean? And I don't really care about that part of it. Like, yeah. you know, you like what you like. Personally, I know for a fact that she's doing it just to be difficult. <laughs> but. I will say I always <laughs> prefer to Caesar over a Bloody Mary, but that's just me. I, I always have too. they didn't have it, I'm not going to make a big stink about it. Well, she likes them combined. Oh. Yes. So something weird? She wants half, uh, half um, Clamato and half tomato. That's, that's unnecessarily... Difficult. Yeah, I know. That's why I said yeah. I know for a fact that she does it. Just she just needs the attention. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it'll be just crushed in here, and I'll hear, Chris, can I get a little straw? Yeah. So I just like as I'm walking by, you know, just will throw a little straw in her drink. Yeah. As that I'm, sounds like, as a, I'm coming like a back. pretty awesome song, by the way. <laughs> to myself later, note, put a little straw in her drink. It's pretty, that's like an old stone yeah, song. <laughs> it is. That's perfect. <laughs> Maybe change it to a big straw, though. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you haven't let me finish. <laughs> so as I'm making my round back from the other side of my cage, uh, you know, I'm like, Chris? You're on the prowl. Can I get a lime? <laughs> so I will grab a lime and drop it into her drink. As I come back from the other side of the cage, Chris, can I get an olive? <laughs> I, I shit you not. I'm not making this up. I actually completely lost my shit on this woman one wow. night in front of about 40 people. Wow. Which is very unprofessional and very unlike me. I, I, I would immediately be like, that's my favorite bartender. Right. <laughs> this lady's been annoying me. She, he's made her a whole salad at this point. Well, so she's here with uh, three of her close friends. And again, it's one of our busiest nights of the year. It's just jam-packed in here. It's three or four deep. How she got a seat at the bar is beyond me. Yeah. And horrifying. <laughs> I'm like, no! <laughs> no! I'm a tiger! God damn it! <laughs> How did this happen? In front of all these other customers, you start screaming, I'm a tiger! <laughs> Everybody's like, what? So after she had canide her... I don't know, sixth thing. Yeah. You know, a, a cocktail napkin came yeah. after that. Back to a big straw from the little straw. Yeah. <laughs> like everything that you could. Still, never, not even getting another drink yet. <laughs> like, this is all for the one drink. Yeah. At least just fucking pay me some more money if you want me to do all this extra work for you. Yeah. I just look right at her and I say, if you don't stop fucking asking me for shit. I'm going to freak the fuck out. 
She goes, oh, my God. How could you speak to me like this, Chris? And they're always so surprised. They have no idea they're doing it. No. She's shocked. Yeah. So I say, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I'm like, I have never in my life had someone order a drink so specific that, it, you know, that there couldn't possibly be another need for it and then ask me for six more things afterwards. <laughs> All on separate occasions as well. Not can I get a lime, a big yeah. straw, a little straw, a cherry, and, you know, it's each time I actually walk by you. It's just for something. She's got to say something to you. <laughs> she's every time. And it's super hard to hear, too. So yeah. I'm always like, what? Yeah, yeah. here. What? Yeah, here. <laughs> You think because so you just wanted to be over with? I just it's like a, wanted it over. It's like a leak that you keep plugging with olives and garnishes. I know, <laughs> I know. Then this leak would just—it would not. You know, I needed the biggest piece of bubble gum in the world, and I just yeah. could not find it. <laughs> you need some of that Flex Seal tape. So she goes, "Can you believe the way he just spoke to me to her friends?" And her friend goes. Actually, yes. <laughs> I've been waiting 30 years for I was to... like, oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. I'm like, I went directly over to her and put a free drink chip in front of her. Nice. <laughs> it's satisfying. We're not here to shame anybody. We're not no. here to embarrass anybody. We're just trying. You need to have that open dialogue. Because, like, I see it in bands a lot. There'll be two guys who just are going to murder each other, but they never say it to each other. They always <laughs> say it to their friends when they're all hanging out. It's like, and it's like, dude, if you guys would open the dialogue, it would be squashed in 30 seconds. 30 seconds. You know, and then you could, we all, we all want uh, the transactions. We all want everything to flow here. You know, Absolutely. We need to create a good ecosystem. Yes. And it's, it's uh, evolution's going to take out the annoying people. Yeah. Communication's key. You got to keep it going because the better the bar is flowing, the better your drinks are going. Absolutely. You know what you I know, mean? The better everyone's drinks are going, the better, uh, you know, uh, everyone's having more fun. You know, all of a sudden the music seems a little bit nicer. You know, yeah. everything. You know? It's the good flow of an evening. It really is. Oh, but that's that's very satisfying. I heard a story the other day that I probably shouldn't repeat, but I'm not going to. But it was one of those so satisfying where somebody just got their comeuppance. Right, right. <laughs> like, I know. Somebody just like came back at him and you're like, I don't even know these people. And I'm like loving this. Yeah, story. This I want to high five you. Yeah. <laughs> so we just we want it all to go well. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. That's all we want, you know, and uh, just be a little bit more firm with what you want. And then Maybe. and ended at that. <laughs> yeah. And pick it all, all the things at the same time. Yeah. Nothing ridiculous and over the top. But also be aware of the people who um, they acted com- exactly the same as when the bar is empty as when it's packed. Right. You know what I mean? Like they think, what are you? T- we just hang out and talk. It's yeah. like, well, when it's like crazy busy, like I'm not here. You know right. what I mean? He's, yeah. When there's six people sitting at the bar, I would love to hang out and talk yeah. with you. When there are 60. Yeah. Don't act like I can just have this normal conversation with you. Because I can't. <laughs> Awareness. And that's what they teach you in meditation. Awareness is is a very important thing in life. Self-awareness, but also aware of the world around you. If there's a 150-foot dragon in front of your face, yeah. look at it. And if take, there's a tiger, take notice. If there's a tiger in a cage, <laughs> don't ask it for olives. <laughs> don't ask it for olives. <laughs> All right. Throw him a piece of meat. <laughs> This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. So, uh, we're bringing everybody uh, up to speed with uh, the current events around the jug, the Can-Am boat race, which is now the... 
It's is it the spin-off of the regatta? You'd say the Joni loves Chachi of the regatta. So yeah, so to speak. Yeah. Um, it was the regatta forever, you know, back in the uh, late '80s, early '90s. You know, it's 500 boats. Yeah. It got scaled all the way back down to like 100, 150, and um, I don't want to um single people out, but. <laughs> we the town that we live in is it's becoming a real vengeance episode. <laughs> re- well, the, the town we live in is, is relatively old. Yeah, uh, I mean the town itself is old, and so are most of the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and well, thank you. All the kids want to go to the big city. <laughs> bright right. lights. That's right. Well, the old people want uh, it to be quiet. Very very quiet. All, I, all of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll say that I live near Art Park, and yeah. the first couple uh, years, we're like, this is great. There's a party every Tuesday. And right. now I'm just like, this is awful. There's a party every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> You've become the old man. <laughs> there are people ever. And if I go to the concert, I'm like, this is awesome. Right, right, and right. if I'm not there and it's some band I don't care about, the Bare Naked Ladies, I'm just like, this is awful. These people are awful. These people suck. What are they doing walking across my front lawn with a yeah. beer? Why are they peeing? <laughs> Everywhere they're like puppies. They're p- pissing on everything. <laughs> I gotta put newspapers out in my front yard. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even get the paper. <laughs> I read all my stuff on the internet. <laughs> I want to see a band called the Bare Naked Ladies. They're heathens. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm becoming one of those guys. I get you. They want it quiet, but you gotta have. I, I see it like this. You gotta have your your summertime. Where you just go nuts and you bring it all in and you just you're the squirrel stashing your nuts, you exactly. know what I mean? And then wintertime you can chill out and it can be quiet and you can enjoy it because when you have a business and it's quiet, it kind of sucks because right. you're worried about making payments. Right. And the thing is, is we have such harsh winters out here uh, here that um, yeah, it's going to be quiet in the winter anyway because yeah, nobody nobody wants, wants to go fucking outside. Yeah. <laughs> So we really got to make our nut in the freaking summer. You yeah. Know? As you said. So I remember one particular summer, uh, there'd always be a, a write-up about the regatta the following week in the uh, local Sentinel yeah. the newspaper. And uh, the write-up was, uh, woman on Main Street, unidentified address, calls in, found used condom on front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we did talk about that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> report filed. <laughs> report filed. Someone had safe sex <laughs> outside. And I, I am very unhappy about it. I'm very Irish yeah. Catholic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not what the Lord wanted. <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> it's a sin. It's a ribbed, lubricated sin. <laughs> There's a bunch of little children in there. <laughs> They're babies. They're dying. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so oh. <laughs> that was one of the funnier ones. Yeah, that's pretty good. That it's in the paper to see that in that, the paper. It, it was such good. a fucking funny write-up. I could not believe it. I, I was I was dying laughing for days. Yeah. Well, apparently years. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> so one other particular time, the place has been remodeled. Uh, you know, slightly over the past few years. And where our kitchen is now used to just be this big storage room. And all that was back there was like P 
pieces of old stools that like Eddie was gonna always use the pieces right. to put back together yeah. and make like three more stools out of the eight that got broke. We all know? have that. We we sure. had this this door that was off the cabinet in the bathroom and it's all this wood and we were gonna build something out of it, which really just meant I moved it eight times or I'm like, Why is <laughs> exactly. this thing always right where I need to go? It's right in my way every time. <laughs> Last weekend I took it out to the road and just threw it out there and it was the most satisfying thing. I'm just like goodbye. Uh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> so I know what you mean. It just Good becomes riddance. it just becomes it just collects stuff. Well, in this room, it's it's a pretty big room. It's probably I don't know, twenty by twenty five, decent size, you know. Uh, and um, so there's cabinets along all the outside walls, and they're just jammed with fifty years of shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And um, I we did find a couple of cool things in there. Addie and I, uh, I found a. Um, uh, Susie Geisler painting in there, oh. and Susie Geisler, for those of you who don't know, is a local artist who is, you know, very widely uh, renowned. Like, yeah, she actually she did the, I believe uh, that she did uh, the giant at the at the USC Trojans football uh, stadium. The di- giant tro- uh, copper Trojans. Oh, wow. When you walk into the into the stadium, yeah, uh, I believe that that is her work. So she's wow. she's done some shit. She's done, yeah, <laughs> you know. So I find this painting, and Eddie's and like, an "Oh, or- just take it." And, nice. and and it's probably thirty years old. It's so an original. It, it yeah. might be like one of her first, you know, paintings. Yeah. Well, we don't know though that it's her because the painting is inside the frame, like sideways. <laughs> so there's no signature or anything like that. Yeah. Well, I get home and I just make like a little slit in the top back of it so that I can kind of adjust it with my fingers. Yeah. I adjust it. I turn it around and I'm like, whoa, it's a Susie Geisler. <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately call Ed because I'd like to consider myself a relatively honest guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I say, hey, man, just so you know, this is a Susie Geisler. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, if that thing's worth like three grand, he's like, you're splitting it with me. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, that was one of the one of the things that we found back there. And then uh, the only other thing, the only useful thing really that we had back there was an old freezer that we used to keep a bunch of shit in. Um, Just had other paintings. It had a bunch of Picasso half done sculptures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mark Twain's diary. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and then a meat freezer. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know the cold cuts. <laughs> so uh, there would always be like a. A box, a random box of from someone that worked here that no one else really knew about. A random box of like uh, Nestle's Crunch ice cream bars or something like that. You know, like Nutty Buddy, like yeah. whatever. You know, it a would stash. always, yeah, yeah, always a stash. So uh, we would keep a couple other things randomly back there during big events. Uh, instead of keeping them in the basement, then you can just run back to that room, run back out. So I run back there during regatta this one night, and it's pitch black back there. And I run back there, and I literally bang into a person. And there should never be a person back there. Yeah. I'm literally the only person in the building besides Eddie who has access to this room. I'm like, what the fuck? And I fucking turn on the light. I'm like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) And it's this super drunk guy rummaging through the meat freezer, and he's got ice cream all over his face. (laughs) I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? I'm like, get the hell out of here. He's like, whoa. (laughs) Like, he's not doing anything wrong. (laughs) 
<laughs> like a raccoon. <laughs> you start bagging it pots was and like pans together. Oh my god! I, you I was, get get. I was dying. I'm like, how? Like, how the hell did he even? I'm like, Eddie, how did this guy get past you? He's like, no one went past me, because the kitchen, the old kitchen, well, the middle kitchen, because there's an old kitchen, which was in the basement in the 1800s. Yeah. Then there was the kitchen, and now there's the new kitchen. So the so the middle kitchen. <laughs> Uh, is where Eddie sat during uh, all of these events, and he would do his crossword puzzle and drink yeah. and drink massive amounts of hot tea and vo. To <laughs> keep the throat lubricated. Oh, very. You know, he's got quite a voice on him too. I must say. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're, you're the only one. That's, you know, it's not this gigantic kitchen. Like, you, you're the table is literally basically blocking yeah. the entranceway to the to storage room. How the hell did someone get back there? He's like, no one went by me. I'm like, how the hell did he get in there then? And he's like, I have no idea. Well, there is another door. If you go around the inside of the building, like all the way back around to this this old back room that also is like pitch black, he must have just been rummaging around in there, somehow found a door handle and just kept yanking on it until it broke the chain. What the fuck? <laughs> because the chain was broke the next day. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> so he was like trying to steal. He was like, there's an original uh, what's-her-face back here. There's some painting. There's some. There's money back here. <laughs> there's money back here. And then he just finds the ice cream, and he's like, the what? And he lost <laughs> some complete train of thought. <laughs> yeah, just completely just, oh. Oh, there's ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a good one. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Right. It was very shocking, like, just to bump into someone when I walked back there. Like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you didn't expect anybody to be there. No, there's never been anyone there before. Never been anyone since. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a... Uh, well, you got to, like... Interesting meeting. <laughs> like, when you're camping, you got to put all your ice cream things in a bag and hang it in a tree so this guy can't get to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, here's another tip for all you campers out there. We, we went camping at a place, I think, up in the outer Adirondacks. And uh, before you go in, you know, you got to sign stuff. You got to give them your license plate and all this stuff. Do you have any dogs? There's a bunch of, like, paperwork you got to do, liabilities and shit like sure. that. And the kid gives us the whole speech about the bear. You got to put your food up in the car and I've don't gotten do that this. speech in the Adirondacks before. Yeah, they got to do mean. it. Legally, they got to do it. Exactly. And they had a scared shitless. I was like, I thought everything was a bear. Um, <laughs> was there actually a bear roaming while you were camping there? Uh, no. Did they say? Because there was oh. when I was there. Was there? Maybe on the other side of the lake or something. I didn't see one, but there right. was the people next to us who had a dog. So we got there late the first night and it was dark and we we thought we were we thought we were alone in the woods so we're drinking and being loud and playing music and i wake up and the nearest tent is about 20 feet away and they were all sleeping i had no idea it was there i've done that before and they were so, so politely funny. like hey could you guys maybe kind of you know 11 o'clock is supposed to be nighttime yeah, quiet like, hour it was we got there late so we didn't get any of these speeches yet and they had a dog so i wake up to like <laughs> and like walking and pause i'm like Holy shit. <laughs> it's the bear. It's the bear. He's a small bear. He's very friendly. <laughs> it's like um, uh, you're um, uh, John Candy in the great outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> bear. <laughs> so the, the, you know, the next day, with the, we're getting the bear speech, and uh, 
the kid says, oh, those citronella candles for mosquitoes? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you got those? We're like, yeah. He's like, yeah, don't, don't. Go throw those away right now. Really? He's like, yeah, bears love them. He's like, dude, I've seen a bear up on top of a picnic table, just face buried in one of those, just licking it. They really? love it. They and think I'm it's like, honey? I guess they just like it. It's sweet, I guess. Citrusy, maybe they yeah, like it. Sure, I, I can see that, I guess. And I'm like, so they invented a thing that repels mosquitoes <laughs> and attracts bears. <laughs> Why would such a thing exist? <laughs> Why would such a thing exist? I'll take the mosquito. You can't put Neosporin on a bear bite. And you're <laughs> no, done. No, yeah, I don't think you can. It's a terrible thing. So every time someone lights one, I'm like, just fucking put that out. I, did you guys happen to see the bear a couple weeks ago that was here? There was a bear around. Uh, he kept getting sightings of it in the news, and, and you know, there's pictures of it. It was kind of by us. It was down Mohawk, I right. think. Yeah, 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 I knew it was kind of near you guys. It was very close to us, too, at one point. Yeah, it was in Youngstown. So people, you know, saw it, didn't they? Yeah. I actually was talking. My mom and my aunt, um, my mom's sister, both messaged me the night that it was in Youngstown because it was on Oak Street. <laughs> Oak Street is the street that I grew up my whole life on. Yeah. And it is literally two streets over from where we are right now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, they're like, hey, are you okay? We just wanted to make sure we heard that the bear is, like, right there. <laughs> and they were like, don't get him too drunk. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll try not to. And uh, so I end up calling my mom. These were all through text. Then I end up calling my mom, and, um, you know, I tell her, like, you know, uh, what time was the last time it was sighted? That you know, we're just talking. And, uh, the bear update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, she's like, she's like, all right, well, be careful walking home. <laughs> and I'm like, and you know, I live a hundred yards from here. Yeah. And uh, but it was literally a hundred yards from there. <laughs> so, so uh, it's a small town. So if you and a bear are out at night, you're probably going to run into the bear. Right. Yeah. There's a relatively good chance. Yeah. So don't, you know, owe the bear money, don't hit on his girl or anything, it's going to get awkward. You're going to see the bear. Yes. <laughs> it's a small yes. town. And he's probably bigger than you, yeah. stronger than you, yeah. and tougher than you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I did not see the bear, though. Um, I did, however, see a picture of it five houses down from my old house on Oak Street. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know that house. Yeah. <laughs> so. He was a local bear. I feel, yeah, like, just let him do his thing. Didn't they shoot him? I think they had to shoot him. I heard he got hit by a car. Did he? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I'm, dude, I'm team bear. I, 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 don't, I don't think he died. The car oh. might have. Yeah, really. It hit a bear. <laughs> it hit a bear. <laughs> Who's going to believe you? No one's going to believe you. Yeah, I know. Be like, yeah, oh, God, Peepaw's drinking again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was wasted. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny if, like, one day in the bar, just a really tall guy in a trench coat and, like, a top hat with fake glasses came in and ordered, like, honey, uh, Jack Daniels honey. <laughs> You're like, are you a bear? He's like, God damn it. God damn it. They got me. They got me. Oh. <laughs> Jack Daniels honey. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, we didn't see the bear, but I did have a dude at, like, the gas station. I went in to get cigars and snacks and shit. And uh, the guy was like, there's a bear out. Do you want to? And he gave me, he's a, good, a nice guy, but definitely, you know, need someone to talk to. So he's telling me all about how bears, they can run downhill, but they don't zigzag. So if you're running downhill, zigzagging away from a bear, like, you, or like that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to zigzag. I, I don't know why they can't get you or they, you run to the side. They can't run sideways downhill or it's the opposite. 
really don't remember because the whole time I'm thinking this guy's weird and I I'm not I can't picture myself running away from a bear today. No, I no. don't think that's gonna happen. I thought it was just downhill for bears and zigzag for uh, crocodiles and alligators. <laughs> Should, that should be. I spent a little know. time in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently there's bears about, so we should know this. I have not seen a gator yet. No, I, I saw some gators down there. Were they really? They were like deer. Like were they around? They like were. If you're near the water, ar- they were not as uh, around as like you might think. But uh, one particular day, my brother came down to visit me, and he, myself, and uh, uh, one of my best friends growing up, we grew up about four or five houses down from each other our whole lives. He lives down there, so the three of us went out golfing, and uh, on the third hole, uh, I, I hit this, uh, I hit this ball, and you know, obviously, it didn't go on the green; it went over the green, and uh, but not too far over. Like, it was an okay shot for me. <laughs> and uh, he went up to look for it because he had already shot. He was on the green. He's a much better golfer than I am. Uh, he's lived in Florida for like 12 years, though, so he gets to play all year round. Yeah. <laughs> he's got he's got time on his side. So he's like, Hardy Brothers, get up here. Get up here, you know. So we get up there. He's like, look at that. And uh, just over it, just a little ways past my ball, is an alligator. <laughs> I'm like, aw. <laughs> I'm like, can I get that? And he's like, if you want. And I'm like, but should I get that? <laughs> he's like, you'll probably be fine. And I was yeah. like, probably. <laughs> I yeah. I was like, mm, I don't know. But, Fuck with gators. But uh, it was really exciting for my brother because he had like a to-do list when he came down to Florida, and uh, he got to cross two of them out on that day because one was g- golfing golf, yeah. and one was seeing alligator. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, uh, yeah, he had a great day. And, yeah. then, and then as soon as we got back from uh, fishing, I, uh, or I mean from golfing, my, he took my brother fishing. So then he got to go fishing as well, which was also on his list. So I actually crossed off three things out of the, I think, five that he wanted to do in the week he was in Florida. Yeah, that's all pretty in one awesome. Day. Yeah. All right there. Isn't that how Chubbs lost his hand? That is how Chubbs lost his hand, <laughs> which is why game. I did not go for the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I've seen that. I don't want that shitty wooden hand. No, no. I'm sure maybe I could have gotten a little bit better than a wood hand, but... I just kind of like the one and a half. Yeah. Both uh, of them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> They're weird. Like, I mean, I guess it's, nor- you know, it's just an alligator, but it's like, you look at that thing, you're like, that's a dinosaur. Yeah. Right? It, exactly. It's a fucking dinosaur. It is a dinosaur. A fuzzy, a cute animal makes sense to me. A woodland Absolutely. creature, I guess. You see a deer, you're like, yeah, it's a deer. Yeah. But, like, you see an alligator, you're like, that's not from Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that thing came out of the deep. Yeah, like, William Shatner should be shooting that thing with a laser. That's, like, some <laughs> yeah, other, exactly. like, weird planet creature. They are uh, very unique, very... They really are. I mean, you see it... I'll be honest with you, when I saw this thing, because when they're sunning themselves, they don't move. Yeah, you, yeah, you think they're dead. I, I didn't think that it was dead, I just didn't even think it was real. <laughs> I was like, that's not real. They put that out here. He's like, yeah. why would they do that? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an answer to that. He's like, Hardin, trust me, that thing is real. Do not go near it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But, you know, I've got, I've got pictures of it in my phone. And, uh, you know, it's just it's laying perfectly still. Probably about, I would say, 10, 11 feet long. Pretty decent size. Yeah. And its mouth is just open. It's weird, yeah. And it's just like the mouth is about halfway open, and uh, it's just like sunning itself. Yeah. Night. It was a beautiful day, you know. So, had to warm itself up before it went back in the water. I yeah, I get it. It's weird that his mouth is open. Yeah, animals do weird stuff like uh, when you don't 
you know, nobody takes a picture of an alligator doing that, I, I guess. So, like, you see him do weird stuff. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Like uh, a chicken, we have chickens. They'll do the same thing. They'll sun themselves, but they'll lay down and, like, fan their wing out. Oh, really? To, like, get it all up in there. Yeah, they take, like, baths in the dirt. If they find dry dirt, they'll just fill it with, fill themselves with dirt and roll around. They love it. Yeah. And then they get out and shake off, and a little dust cloud comes up, and then they dry off, and they just fan out. And you look at it, you're like, that's a dead chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We're and then you, tonight. Yeah, you kind of look over at it, and then the chicken gets up, and it's like, like it's mad. It's like, what are you looking at? Why are you, like, <laughs> like, you scare each other. You're like, no, you were dead. I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm not dead. Trying to fucking take a nap. You're bothering me. <laughs> you can, I'm trying to get a little suntan under here, on, never, under my wing here. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta come over and start yeah. some shit with me. The, the, the look they give you, they're just like, what are you doing? <laughs> you never see him do that. Oh, like, that's great. Yeah. Um. We were gonna. We got sidetracked into the fucking animal kingdom over there. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, really we were did there. Talking about old regattas, and uh, it used to be. I mean, you guys are still doing something, but it, you know what, what? What happened? I mean, really, what? What was the change? It's um, not the same. I think that the change was that a large percentage of the community went immediately from their 50s and everything was fine to their 70s, and they were like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, like, the town kind of put a cap on it and made it smaller. Uh, I think that that was definitely part of it, like, because uh, they just did not like the giant, you know, like, the, nobody minded the actual races themselves, but, like, we were so overflooded with yeah. people. I mean, there were tents being set up in, like, people, random people's yards. Yeah. Because there's just no more room, and yeah. we don't have the type of uh, community here that we can take an influx of. I mean, if you're talking about 500 boats, you're talking about 2,000 people. Yeah, uh, there's or no... Or possibly more. Minimum the, four people per there's boat. There's no hotels here. If they built a hotel, maybe, a couple, but then you're taking the but, whole town and you're... Like, we've been to, like, uh, National Harbor, I think it's called, is, like, outside of D.C., and there's, like, mm-hmm. conventions there. Sure. We went to the International Marijuana Business Conference there. Nice. And, um... It, it, the whole place is is really cool. It's like this little city, like on the water, and there's a boardwalk, and it's all hotels and convention centers and restaurants. Right. But if you've been there for three days, you've seen the whole thing and eaten everywhere twice, <laughs> and it's great. But then you go, if there wasn't conventions here, this place would not exist. Exactly, and that's the thing with here. If um, this, if here was like that, I guess they could handle that, but it's not. No, there's no. nowhere to put everybody. There's nowhere to put everybody, and that's the thing. I mean, just. Um, this weekend alone, like I said, we probably only had 50 boats on our side. So, I mean, if you're saying 50, you're talking about two or 300 people approximately, probably. Yeah. And um, across the street from where I live, uh, 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 over here, uh, there's um, a relatively spacious amount of land that... Yeah, you got a lot next to you that's empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's completely empty. So, um, so that gets packed in. There was uh, about... 20 tents and like five RVs yeah. on that lot. And it was like, and they actually put a bathroom on the street, <laughs> a bathroom and a drinking fountain and, and a, um, a hand sanitizing station and everything like that. Right it's, there on the street. They set up a street. goddamn village, a little shanty yeah, town. For them. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So um, every morning, you know, uh, well, those two or three mornings in a row when I got out of work here at 6 a.m., I would walk up uh, into my loft. I would go out on the patio, 
have a beer and a cigarette, which probably looked weird to a lot of people, but I don't yeah. really give a shit because yeah, those okay. are my hours and that's yeah. what it is. You just got out of work. Yeah. <laughs> and I would have, be having my beer and cigarette, and I'd be seeing people crawling out of their tents over to the bathroom, <laughs> getting ready to go sailing. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, this is completely opposite. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm um, just getting my buzz on. <laughs> But you, like, yeah, like you said, you keep those hours. You're participating in the event. Yes. And it's only one weekend. Exactly. So you're, you're, I don't have to do this every weekend. You're getting money out of these people, too. Absolutely. When you live by our park, <laughs> and it's Tuesday, <laughs> yeah, and Ted Nugent's in town, <laughs> it's like, it, you're just, it doesn't even compute. Because every other day, it's just the quietest little town, yep. and yep. everybody's going to work the next day, and it's just... It's just nothingness is happening. And I mean, you know, in a good way. Right. Right? It's quiet. And then there's and then Ted Nugent comes to town. <laughs> and you're like, I feel like I've been transplanted somewhere else. Right. And exactly. it's just getting annoying. If like I said, if I go to the concert, I'm like, Yeah, party and then if I don't go, I'm just like, Go away. <laughs> I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here? So yeah, and if it's only one weekend, that's fine. And Tuesdays, it's just a weird I mean, I don't think I think I might have told this story when Megadeth played. Yeah, their fans were great because they're all older now. They all have baby sure, chairs sure. and they have like their SUVs and they put on their jean jacket from high school with the Motorhead patch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And so they were all great, but like it was so quiet, like in the town during the show. And I was looking at my neighbor just like pick weeds. Some old lady was just picking weeds. Yeah. And in the distance is Megadeth. <laughs> it was such a weird visual. Right, right, right. You know? I bet it was. That's yeah. crazy. That's strange, fa- really funny. Strange town. Yeah. And it's actually them. It's not like someone's playing it out of their house. It's the no. band. It's, it's Dave Mustaine singing right now. Yeah, right, right. Hello, me, me, the real me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so, I mean, we have uh, we have a couple of those weekends a year, and, that, and that's what... It's one of the reasons, though, that... I mean, I, it, it, to a certain extent, I get it. I get why that, you know, like, like I don't want this. Like, it takes a couple of days to clean That's it up. Saying, it's yeah. like, and if you're not participating in it, like, you sure. understand it as part of the game to keep the business going. Right. If you have nothing to do with it, you don't sail or do anything, it's it's like... I get that perspective, um, but what I, what I, the part that I don't get is like that these people have to look at the bigger picture. Like this is part of what keeps our our small town and community alive. Yeah, what keeps it on the map? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, nobody wants to live in a town that doesn't have a grocery store or a bank. Yeah. Like we don't right now. <laughs> oh wow, really? We do not. There's... And they both just closed in the last two months, and one of the reasons is because nobody wants to have anybody in our town. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I mean, you got to look at the big picture. You, yeah, you got to take the good with the bad. I you didn't know? realize it was to that level. It really, it has become that. You know, now um, from what I understand, um, either the Dollar Tree or Dollar General or the Dollar Store. I don't know one of the bigger. One yeah, of, yeah, it's all the same. The big yellow one. Yeah, you know the one with the big yellow sign. I think that's Dollar General. Yeah, I believe we're getting a Dollar General now. Oh, great. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll be able to buy everything uh, again. With the exception of uh, meat, 
yeah, or produce or anything. Well, yeah, like they don't they, have. They have. Uh, I think that they have like a lot of. Uh, you know, you can buy all the canned and packaged. Like, yeah, you know, like it's shit. like your war rationing. Right, 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 right. So you know, that's what. what well, I mean, you know, it, it is very old town. So like, we, we need to ration for war. Yeah, you know, and we, we are right across put the river the, from put, another fort. <laughs> okay, so you go up to someone who's like, I don't like the noise in the tents. It's like, all right, well, you got to go cook in the basement if we're going back there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you don't like the noise in the tents? How do you like driving all the way to Lewiston every fucking day when you need a cup of milk? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'll get that as far as Art Park goes. Like, as annoying as it is when it's it's packed and it's some annoying-ass band and they're annoying fans and they're just... treat. It's just treat your invite... Like, you understand that these are houses. You're not on a movie set. These are right. people's homes. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, treat that shit respectfully and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But... You know, when they come out of a concert, they're all on adrenaline, they're all drunk, they just, then they go to the bars, and they, the whole night, just, the whole town just becomes, you know, they keep it pretty good. The cops do a pretty good job keeping it down. It used to be worse. But, I'll take that if then I can walk around the corner from my house and go see Ween or Primus. Right, right, of course. Like, I've had the craziest summer of seeing, like... My favorite artist ever, and I just walk there around the corner. Yeah, that, it really is incredible. It's amazing, and then I, I just walk home. It's like, I said it's my friend. I'm like, I feel like I'm at a festival, and I have like the greatest tent ever. Yeah, exactly. Like, my exactly. tent is a big, beautiful house full of instruments and food, and <laughs> eat, you know, in a real bathroom and a girl. <laughs> it's not just like me shivering with my buddies. All you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so you gotta take take the good with the bad. Take yeah. them both, and there you have. The Can-Am. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There you have the Can-Am. So ho- hopefully uh, it's going to get a little bit bigger. You know, um, I don't know that uh, we necessarily needed to get it back up to 500 boats, but somewhere where, around 200 would be fantastic. Yeah, the place where you're at, where it's comfortable, where yeah. it's not crazy. Well, I mean, really, do they ever, like, open the fort up and say, like, go camping, like, turn the whole soccer field they, into a campground? They could, and they did do that this weekend, but it wasn't for that. There was a, um, one of the biggest uh, um, weekends for the reenactments around yeah. here was this weekend. They had 700 reenactors. That's not loud, shooting off 700 people shooting muskets? <laughs> right. No, apparently not, because they're at the other end of the fort. Yeah, so they're, so, it's so not, they're not in the residential the area. Village. Yeah. Because the fort, it, the fort itself is about the same size as the village. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so when they're all the way at the back end of it, I guess they don't hear it. I don't know. Well, then you set up, you let them camp, and you turn the whole... I mean, there's all the fields out there. You turn them into a shanty town. You let them camp out there. Yeah. You bus them in and out. Right. From the bars back to the shanty town. What I, what I don't get is why they can't just take off their glasses, turn down their hearing aids, and have and call it a weekend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You, the buzzer on your stove's been going off for three weeks, and you haven't noticed. <laughs> you hear one on. car door close three blocks away, and you're writing a letter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. You know, cut us a little slack here, people. Yeah. Good thing they can't figure out how to hear this. <laughs> a computer? <laughs> a what? <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Captain's Jug of Thoughts. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for spreading the word. We're going to keep doing them. And uh, well, I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, there's videos, there's stuff. Go to Facebook. Everyone's always asking where to get it. There's a Patreon page that's the main where we put stuff up. But there's videos on YouTube. There's videos on Facebook. Go Google Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. 
You'll find it. You'll find it. It's, <laughs> you're going to find it. And the more we go, the more we'll spread it out. We'll be all over all platforms and everything. But please just find it. Spread the words. Yeah. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it. Get us out there. Get us, uh, you know, tell your friends, tell your family. Yeah. And if you have things, I think we're going to get some more um, beer uh, breweries in here. Yep. We will uh, We'll have the Woodcock Brothers out here next week. And um, then, uh, you know, we're going to take it from there. Try and get yeah. a couple, couple other local breweries out here over the next couple months. And, uh, you know, we'd, have, we'd love to have you come down and have a beer with us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, pr- promote your product. Bring let's bring some goddamn commerce down here. Yeah, absolutely. Right? We're gonna close the post office. <laughs> yeah, close the post office. Someone poisoned the water hole. <laughs> <laughs> we need help. <laughs> we, need, we need you people. <laughs> All right. But thanks everybody. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast, recorded at the Ontario House, the Stone Jug. A production of Thermopolis Media.